Ooh, Honey, we really scraped scrape the sides with this one. Yeah, mama, she's going to get them walls. We have an incredible guest this week. It's such a fun episode. Yes, I. Uh, we talk about musical theater. We talk about um, Victoria's Secret. We talk about merchandising. And we do talk about anal butt sex and big ass dicks. And a little bit of poo. <laughs> Enjoy this episode with our wonderful guest, Rocco, Rocco Steele. Steel. It's actually so incredible. I'm in love. I'm man in love. Of, man of mystery. If he wasn't no, married, actually, I'd be he was a, he was popping a... these dinchies out and sucking on that <laughs> hog. Oh my God. <laughs> Enjoy it. Forever, dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you sloppy, you stupid, love like you, not love like you, don't love like you, stupid, love like you. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball? I'm Big Dipper and that's Meatball. And welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Are you selling micro machines, Meatball? That I was just very did bad. A voice, I just did a, um, um, uh, what do you call uh-huh. that? A voiceover a job where I had to speak like super, super, super fast. And I just have been practicing doing it because I really want to be at the end of like a commercial. Being you know, like, it's all oh, about- the side effects may kill you. It's all going to kill you. And this it's all about enunciation. You well, know what I mean? You know, that's not what I'm known for. I'm more of an Ariana Grande when it comes to my syllables. Arianti? She's giving very Ariani. She's giving very Ariani. Well, um, I'm excited. We're starting off. We have a very exciting guest for the first guest of 2022. Huge. Guest. huge. Enormous. One might even say enormous. Too big. Um, you've probably <laughs> jerked off to him. He's big, and we mean a big deal in the porn industry. Award-winning adult film star. Please welcome Rocco, Rocco Steele. Hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? Was that a lot for you? Were you waiting for me? We really went from zero to a hundred on you there, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was supposed to talk at that moment. So Yes. You're you're our guest here to talk today. <laughs> well, hello. It's great to be here. Thank you for such an awesome uh, introduction. You're very Thank welcome. you for coming. We know you're very busy. Uh, not so busy these days at all. I'm like hiding out in a hotel room in Washington, D.C. I was going to ask about the wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> must be a very nice hotel. Yeah. Yeah. It I, looks I, like a boutique hotel to me. Yeah. It's very much boot that. Very boutique. Don't, listen, don't give your location away. <laughs> yeah, you know, they'll be knocking anyone. on your yeah. door. Trust. Trust. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, Are you having yeah. a wonderful new year? You know, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay positive um, while staying negative. negative. (laughs) Um, I am actually like stuck in the United States right now because um, I live uh, in Morocco right now. And um, I had to leave uh, early December for some commitments and a sick parent. And um, I got locked out because <gasps> Morocco closed down their borders because of COVID. And now uh, I can't get back. So I've been here tomorrow will be six weeks. And, oh, my God. And what did you pack for? A one week trip or something like that? Oh, my God. So like <laughs> I so my, my trip you started. Your jammies? <laughs> yeah, no, my trip started um, in Brazil because I had a gig in Brazil um, on a cruise ship. 
And so mm. I've got all of that like cruise wear, like, you know, flip flops, swimsuits, uh, tank tops, like, like a whole Fairy summer's wings, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Clacking fans. So like, then I didn't expect to have to stay. So I expected to go back to Morocco at the end of the cruise. So I did not pack any winter gear at all. Uh, I have like, oh, no. two pairs of pants that I brought to go out to dinner, like on the cruise and stuff like that. And uh, but no jackets, nothing warm at all. I mean, like a couple t-shirts. And um, so anyway, blah blah blah. I had to like repurchase. I had to repurchase like a winter wardrobe. As the I- kids say, it's giving new wardrobe for yeah. winter. <laughs> <laughs> so the Morocco question, I'm curious about. Like, I don't know what. I assume you do everything on the up and up. Like, are you an expat? Are you a permanent resident over there? Like, how does that work? I know so many people at a certain point in their life, like, leave the States and live somewhere else. Was that complicated? Is that hard? Are you married? Yes. So um, without giving away too much information for my own, like, safety and security. Absolutely. And my husband's. I am married. I've been married, um, like, for and a half years now nice and oh, um, nice. we yeah and we bounced around for his job so that's starting about two years ago we uh started living overseas and we've lived in like three different countries in the last two years wow. that's incredible yeah it's a lot of fun i really enjoy it and you know it's like when i was younger i decided i was going to do one of two things to go to law school or join the peace corps and mm. law school won and but I've always had that like like itch to like live abroad ever mm-hmm. since. And um, so when I married my husband and I kind of knew that like his job would take us overseas, I was like, yeah, I'm hooking this one. It's listen, uh, as the days go by, America is not the ideal place to be. Absolutely and I know, not. Listen, Lost. I know that comes from a definite place of privilege, but the more we grow up in it and the more we sort of see how the systems work, we're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a real gift because it allows me to, uh, you know, experience other cultures and see other perspectives and realize that the American way is not the only way. And, right. and like, I lived in Haiti last year for a year. So oh, like, wow. wow. Like, that was, you know, a perspective. So, like, you know, anytime I caught myself complaining about anything, I would check myself. And I still do as a result of that. So I, I, I feel it's just been a real gift to be able to like I said, experience the way other people live their lives. That's so cool. But um, I just want to go back to something that you said a minute ago. So you went to law school. Are you a lawyer? Are you a sexy lawyer? I'm a, I went to law school. I graduated Ah. from law school. Ah. Um, Good, I got a couple I, lawsuits up in the air. Now tell me about that. I'm just yeah, so like, how easy is it to get off on a hit and run? <laughs> when there's so, security cam footage and they have right. the imprint of his face on their car in the full right. makeup. Right. So what happened was I went to law school and towards the end of my uh, law school career, I started um, doing a lot of drugs. And I'd always been mm. a big drinker. But uh, I did. I was doing a lot of drugs and drinking, and I was a mess. And I moved to. I went to law school in Ohio, and then right after law school, I went. To, I moved to New York City because I wanted to be a big New York City 
criminal defense attorney. I worked for the public defender's office when I was in law school, and that's all I wanted to do. Oh my god! To like be a public defender, and then the problem is you can't study and pass the bar exam if you're a big coke head. Like, <laughs> that's hear it here first, was. meatball. Well, tell that to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> right. So Girl, she doesn't do coke. Is she in law school? She didn't pass, pass the baby the bar in LA. The baby bar? She passed what? the baby bar on her third try, yeah, or something like that. Oh, I didn't know it take took three times. And yeah, I think coke. I think with the baby bar, it actually takes a lot of people multiple times. Wow. Yeah. Damn, but she's no, fucking rich. She had like full time at home tutors, and like not to say that you know she didn't scam her way into the test. She studied and learned, and like that's fucking yeah. challenging. I could never do that, but like yeah, she just passed. Oh no, oh, no. I feel <laughs> really stupid. That. I feel really stupid. Right <laughs> no. Now. Oh, so no. you didn't? What you're saying? I did is not that pass. You did not pass well, the bar. Did you take okay. it? Okay, I took it two and a half times. So like. The first two times. Because in this halftime, she passed out in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So the first two times, I officially <laughs> took it. I sat for it. Sat for both two day. I mean, they're two day exams, right? Oh, so Jesus. Two day long exams. Uh, failed miserably both times. And then the third time, I was studying for it. I took you know I took review courses every single time, and they're not cheap. And um, so the third time I was studying for it, and like a week before the exam, I was taking my practice test. And my practice test, the scores were no better than the first two times I took the yeah. bar exam. So I said, that's it. I'm putting this on the on the shelf. And um, that was right around the end of my like um, using. Um, so I, I got sober right around that time. And to be honest, like my life just took a completely different turn and I never went back to it. So and you've been sober it, like over 20 years at this point. Is that true? Um, 23 years last month. Wow. Yeah. wow congratulations. Thank you. That's as Thank long you. as Meatball has been doing cocaine. Absolutely. <laughs> Work. Start them young. They she never said, learn. Eight years old, honey. No judgment. It's Elmo. No it's like, garlic, celery, little cocaine. That's better go for Elmo. Uh, so, so when did you make the switch? For, well, when did you get into porn, I guess? Like, wh- oh what was the leap? Because I'm so, assuming that when you were doing all the coke and everything, you knew you had an enormous penis. So you said, let me put this to you. <laughs> well, so like during, okay, so I didn't know like I had a big penis until I came out of the closet and, you know, the queen started telling me that I did. So like, like all Wait, my life. That is shocking. That doesn't make sense to me. So wait, so you were were you having sexual relations with women? No. Uh, not really. Okay, so this is this is why I did not believe I had a big penis. So I was I was um in a fraternity in college and like we had like communal showers and I would every morning go to the showers and I would look at like my fraternity brothers and I would think they'd had like, I thought they had like humongous penises. And I would look down at mine. I was like, oh my God, you're so small. I was so embarrassed. But what I wasn't realizing. K.O.K. for cops? I mean, why is everyone in there got a big old dick? I don't even know that they did. I think Uh. it was like the optical illusion of me looking kind of across and then looking down at mine. So from my view, Uh. I didn't look that big. And I didn't have any sexual experiences really as a reference point. So like, so this was further kind of like, 
I am shocked. No, I had no, sex. I, we, it, 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 it is a shocking experience. I also think because you're a bit older than us. And when we, like Meatball and I, when we grew up, we could at a very young age like access porn on the internet and oh, see yeah. anything that existed in the world. So we sort of like understood. I just can't imagine swanging what you're swanging and walking sure. around in college and being like, well, I so guess got, it's just a regular dick. I don't know. Wait, so here's a funny story. And I'm sorry I told this on another podcast, but it's it's relevant. Okay. So people probably don't listen to that show and they listen to ours. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so um, it was, uh, you know, we, every night we'd have fraternity, every Friday night we'd have fraternity parties and we would always like pair up with a sorority. This particular night, I was like, you know, I was interested. I didn't know what who I was back then. So I was... Mm fooling around with making out with girls, fooling around with girls, but not with guys because it was the eighties and it was like, you know, AIDS. Yeah. Everybody was like terrified and it was all about fag bashing and gay bashing and all of that. So I really stayed in the closet and I belonged to a fraternity that was super straight, except for like, I'm sure there are a couple, but like, I know of one guy who's in my fraternity and he got busted and got kicked out because he got <gasps> busted having sex in the house. So, but back to the Friday night party with this sorority after the party, me and two of my fraternity brothers grabbed our, you know, the women that we were going to make out with for the night. We went into our chapter room and there was three couches in a U shape formation. We each grabbed a couch and like, we're making out, making out. And like, things are getting hot and heavy with me and this girl. And I'm trying to stick it in and it's not going in. So I thought it was just because I was inexperienced and didn't know where to put it. But on Monday morning, we all came back. Like everybody eats in the same, like it was called the student center. And every all the fraternities and stories all had their own tables, right? Uh-huh. So my fraternity brothers are all sitting around this table and they see me coming in the distance and they're all yelling at me. And I'm like, what is the commotion? And they're yelling like Clyde, hey Clyde, hey Clyde. I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, we heard that you couldn't fuck. Her name was Roxanne. We heard you couldn't <laughs> wow, fuck Roxanne. Wow, what an 80s wow, sorority right? girl right? name. Clyde so and Roxanne. Roxanne. So we heard you couldn't fuck Roxanne because your dick was too big. You're hung like a horse. So they started calling me Clyde, short for Clyde Clydesdale. Because I'm hung like a horse. So it was... So shout out to Roxanne for helping you realize... (laughs) Poor girl. All that hog meat just, you know, wasn't meant to fit in there. Wasted, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's take a break. And we're gonna get, and you know what? We have a special guest for you after the break. It's Roxanne. Yeah, we we <laughs> have brought her we back. Track her down. Oh my God. Okay, we'll be right back. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted. Dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like. It is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, 
the mushroom is filling. Like there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this so is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. And we're back. That was clean. Your vocal? Yeah. Do you uh, are you are you into musical theater, Rocco? Do you know? Oh do you know Wicked? God. Yes. Yay! <laughs> Wait, yeah. have you ever seen Wicked? Yes. How many? Not times? one of my favorites, but oh. I've seen. Well, I lived in New York City for twenty some years. Plus, I lived in Hell's Where? Kitchen. Where I lived in New York. You know, I lived in the Lower East Side. What? <laughs> and East Village. Wait. What where? years? <laughs> what? Oh, uh, two thousand eight. Oh, blip. Six years there. after that, I don't know. Ten yeah. years ago, oh my god, I'm old. Oh but what, what, what's your favorite musical? Um. Okay. So, little little window into my world. When I was in high school, I was a big musical theater fag, uh-huh. and I had I had the lead, I had the supporting lead junior year in Rodgers and Hammerstein's Carousel. In a, a junior year, wait, I'm sorry, sophomore year was. Rogers and Hammerstein's Carousel. Junior year, I was Fagin in Oliver, so it was considered a lead. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's considered like the adult lead. You and better tell. It's considered a lead. It's technically considered a lead. I just want to let you know I had two leads. Titular role of Oliver might also be Wait, a lead. Fagin. Yeah, yeah Fagin. <laughs> and then my senior year, we did Wonderful Town. Um, and oh, I, I was. I know Wonderful Town. It's, it's with Rosalind Russell. You know Rosalind, the Queen Russell. So um, I know Idina Menzel. So I'm you have a singing voice, huh? I did. I, I, you do I have a anymore. beautiful voice. Have you ever done any voice work? I didn't. I want. I always wanted to. I've all, like I took voiceover lessons when I first, when I graduated from law school and I moved to New York, and in between the whole using and take studying for the bar exam, I also took voiceover lessons, um, but I never did anything with it. What's your go-to musical theater song? Um, well, I love 
I, I love chorus line. I love chorus oh, line. absolutely. I mean, I'm a 70s queen, so I love. You have a little offering I, for our listeners? God, no, I hope I no, get no, it. No, no, I hope no, I get it. No, How many dance, people does he need? Dance, you're gonna dance say, 10 looks dance three. Dance 10 looks three. Oh, That's yeah. what you're going to say. Tits. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I think I feel like the next endeavor, it would just be a shocking moment to have a record of you singing. Like, I feel like there would be some, there's something to that. Like, what about a porn musical? You have to do a porn musical. Well, there is one. There is one right now that's trying to make it to Broadway. So no, 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 no. Well, I mean, well, like a porno musical that people can watch at home, jerk off to. Oh, and like you're oh, singing oh, while you're fucking. Not oh. a musical about the porn industry. You better oh. go deeper. <laughs> you better go deeper. Yeah, or there's like the um, the like the daddy song that's like, "Daddy's gonna fuck you up the window." You know what I mean? <laughs> You're onto something. Yeah, we'll start workshop. Well, yeah. we'll workshop. You'll be the lead. Okay, we'll yeah, be okay, the okay. lead. No, the adult <laughs> lead will go to <laughs> the male adult lead. Will go. Okay, we can so, film it all at CCBC. Okay. Yes. What is that? Oh, in Palm Springs. Yes. yes. We're 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 pitching them. We want to do a live podcast recording there and oh, like cute. an after party oh, with everybody like fucking in the background. Absolutely. Yeah. A little Why sound. Not? So okay. So, so <laughs> you you um you grew up doing musical theater. You didn't know you had a big dick until Roxanne helped you see that. <laughs> uh, you went to law school. You yeah. moved to New York. You got sober. And then you were like, I guess the world oh. needs to see right. my hog. I totally digressed. Um, so, you, okay. So when I got sober, um, it was suggested that I I take the pressure off myself and put the law on the back burner and to get like a sober job. Got so it. I just, I got <laughs> so a job. Which, fucking meth heads? What are you doing? No, <laughs> just I no I I got a job in like corporate retail. I worked for a very large retail chain at their corporate offices in New York City, and I did like uh, corporate level visual merchandising. So I was the one that would design the windows and design the store interiors and then order all the props for the stores and ship it out. J. Crew? When we all worked at J. Crew? Was it a J. Crew If I told you, you're going to be like, this is just going to set you guys over the edge. We can Between the musical it. theater and what else we got? Musical theater. You just don't come H&M. across as this faggy, but here yeah. it is. You ready? You ready? You ready yeah. What? Victoria's Secret. I have to go. <laughs> did you just imagine? Secret. Did you just imagine Roxanne the whole time? Oh my god! You were so like, wow. Actually, I worked. No, I worked for the beauty division. I, uh, okay. So the the lingerie division was in uh, Columbus, Ohio. I worked for the beauty division. Yeah, my aunt used to work for that big conglomerate with that fucking billionaire dude. She yeah. went to dinner at his house one time. And they have one of the dining tables that when your first course is done, you sort of scoot your chair back. The entire table lowers, the floor closes, then they yeah. reset it with the I next can't. course, and then it lifts back up. I that don't guy's, doubt What's that guy's name? Les Wexner Les or something? Les Wexner. Like? Yeah. He's like the, um, who's the guy that just like, um, who was a rich guy that like, was like the lecherous rich guy with all the teenage women. 
Um, Jeffrey, oh, Epstein? Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. He's like the Jeffrey. I shouldn't say that. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> no, you shouldn't say that. But doesn't he own? It's limited. Limited to um, Abercrombie and Fitch, Victoria's Secret, Bath and Body Works, well, Express. Isn't it all of those? Back stores? then, it was all of those things. But all the mall sold, stores. He's sold off like Abercrombie. He's sold off. It's it's now down to just like okay, just like Bath and Body and Victoria's Secret. That's Madrid. crazy. I think. Yeah, but he sold so, off a lot of that. So, okay, when did so you you're doing get merchandising. Into... Yeah, so I'm doing like corporate. Did you? Okay, so, <laughs> no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I love your questions. <laughs> no, I love you talking. <laughs> <laughs> Meatball, so, show us your hands. Show <laughs> us your hands. It's <laughs> just like dripping. <laughs> dripping. But, okay, so just jump to the porn, yeah. the interest okay, of the porn. Okay. Someone, okay, fast were you forward. fucking someone and they were like, no, gotta you know, film like, it? No, back then, back in like the early 2010s, it was all, you know, we were no grinder, blah, blah, blah. There was manhunt. I don't know why when I say manhunt, I can't, I, I want to say manhunty. <laughs> well, it's manhunt-y. because of the musical yeah. theater in you. That's Full of yeah. So manhunt was the place where you met people, you put your profile up and blah, blah, blah. And that was the app or like, it wasn't even an app. It was then. like a website. Yeah, yeah it was a that. website. So still is. studios would go there. Oh, I don't think it exists anymore. Really? Oh, it's like logo. I don't know. Um, I... But anyway, studios would go there and they'd see my pictures and then they'd contact me and ask me to do it, do porn. And I always said, no, 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 no. And this went on for like years. And so finally in 2014, I'd had enough of merchandising, enough of corporate life. And uh, I just quit my job. <gasps> and uh, I just... I was just kind of of the mentality of like the universe will always provide. But mm-hmm. I was living in New York that's City. Bold. Paying, yeah. Living in New well, York City. That's big dick energy is what that uh, is. New York City rent. <laughs> and I was like, something's got to give soon. So I reached out to the studios I had been saying no to all along. And I, I said, yes, finally. It was you said, I've aged. I'm a fine wine. <laughs> it's like that daddy how category. Yeah. So I was. Were like, you well, nervous when you first started? Um, I a little, but like I had like um a mentor, and I don't know. You guys are young. You may not remember Ray Dragon. He was like I, I remember Ray Dragon, huge porn star of like the late '90s, early 2000s, and um, then he owned like he owned clothing stores in New York City. Um, so Ray was the first person I reached out to because he was really kind of walking me through it over like the last two years. He would keep reaching out to me. I'd say no. And he'd be like, Mm. you know, it'll be really easy. We'll do this and blah, blah, blah. So when I finally reached out to him, he was like, yeah, we'll just do a solo, a solo movie of just you. If you hate it, you never have to do it again. Walk away from it. If you like it, we can then try one-on-one, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I did like he lived uh, about an hour outside of New York City. I took a train up there one day. I did a solo video. It was really easy. I got my paycheck and I was like, hell yeah, like this is easy money. So I just told him I wanted to continue. And then I, at that point, I reached out to all the studios that had been reaching out to me. Oh, yeah. wow. And I, told, and I told him yes. And that was May of 2014. By July of 2014, two months later, I had taken a flight to uh, Madrid. I'm sorry, Barcelona for my 50th birthday. I was just turning 50. And um, I filmed a, a week long, uh, like one a day movies for Tim Oh my Tales. God. 
And then Tim that tells. Tim yeah. tells. Yeah. That Timmy likes to tell those stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that put me on the map, like like internationally. And then I yeah. came back. And then a week later, I did the infamous movie with Armand Rizzo. That first Armand Rizzo oh, movie. Oh, right. Man, like, he's literally like this big. Yeah, and he's I'm, so small. Yeah, and I'm literally oh. using him as like a flesh jacket. Yeah, so. I, you were just throwing <laughs> him around. Uh, yeah. This is insane to me that you. It all happened so quickly, and then it. it, it what? It just how did you not? How are you not nervous when there's like I don't know how many people are in a room when you're filming a scene? Is it just you and a videographer? Um, I mean, it's a lot less nowadays or back then even because I I came in at a time when it was not like the golden age of porn anymore. Yeah, <clears throat> the early two thousands were probably the last remaining days of the golden age, right? Like when the paychecks were bigger, like. The, uh, the crew was bigger um, and I came in when it was kind of like you know penny they were kind of like down uh, what do you call it like uh, underselling y'all yeah, yeah just like and um, value engineering porn is what there you go <laughs> yeah value engineering so um yeah yeah I mean like it's like the videographer sometimes there's two camera people um, there might be a lighting assistant. There might be like for like the bigger studios, like Raging Stallion, for example. There's like a videographer and maybe two assistants. Okay. Well, it's so I, interesting that it all happened so quick. I mean, it, it, like, there's a reason the phrase "sex sells" is uh, true, and people keep saying it for a long time. I, you know, um, this is such like a like a it's sort of tangential but i've been like locked out of my instagram for a little bit and so the past Good. couple of days i've just been on twitter more and i i've been posting he's been I, posting I himself in thongs and panties but the thing is, up on the internet these are I, had all, to, I had to block him these are all photos that i posted in the past on instagram i just used instagram a lot more than i used twitter in the past and on twitter i was like well I, i'll start posting photos on twitter and i just posted these photos that already existed on the internet i got like two thousand followers within three hours because yeah. i put like my ass in a thong and i'm like it it can really sort of like pick up speed so quickly on twitter when it's about sex which is really yeah. a fascinating thing totally absolutely that's so, yeah well i want to talk about the economics really quickly because golden age of porn my understanding is pre-internet when every single piece of porn that you watched you had to pay for it was mm -hmm. either in a magazine or a video there was real real money there right then obviously there was the internet boom and everything was like free but then when people started making their curated sites sort of like in the heyday of the sean cody or the like whatever before there was like xtube or uporn you could make a lot of money on the internet when you porn and Pornhub and these things came about. I didn't pay for porn for years and years. Mm -hmm. right? And now we've sort of, the pendulum has swung back and it feels like people are paying for porn now more because of fan sites and um, like you have your own website. Oh yeah. You created your own called my 10 inches.com. Now good where did name. you come up with a name a like that? Name. <laughs> Because so I figured, Roxanne. Based Roxanne. On, <laughs> Roxanne helped you. She workshopped. Based on what I've seen, I would call it my 14 inches. I don't believe that's 10, but thank you. Uh, it, is, it is 10 inches fully erect. However, it is somehow early on, I got the seven, the 10 by seven labeled 
with uh, they, it was like a label assigned to me by the industry. Mm-hmm. So, so I kind of went with it without ever measuring my circumference. But my circumference is really kind of eight and a half, maybe Ugh. even. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah. So, and even I'm my, just... you know, my. Go <laughs> no, on. No, I was say like my underwear brand is even ten seven. Yeah. Because I was going off on this ten by seven measurement. Well, ten seven has a better ring than ten eight and a half. Exactly. So I left it. I kept it. It's almost like ten four on a. a but, you know, <laughs> we gotta we gotta figure this out because this, you're giving out misinformation. Well, you don't Meatball, want people Meatball is a scientist, in fact, and will do a study to make sure that your measurements are correct. Yeah, okay. whip it out. I got a measuring yeah. tape over here. Yeah. I've got I've got a picture with a measuring tape finally, and I keep it on my phone. And when people don't believe me, I just send it. And to say them. here you go. Well, it's. I understand what you were talking about earlier about perception because I do a lot of fisting and my hands, I've seen my hands my whole life. So when I look at them, they just look like regular hands. Yeah. But my hand when it's in a fist is 13 inches around, which is fairly big. But to me, it just looks like a regular hand. So when people have issue with it, I'm like, oh, I warn them ahead of time. I say, I hope you're gaping before i show up because we're gonna have an issue if you can't you know now, do you have to say ready. that to people no yeah. <laughs> no i do i have to like now you don't want to have to sit there and warm them up that's 30 I, minutes I of your time and i also just don't want to be frustrated i mean first of all a bottom goes through a lot of work mm-hmm. by the time right. they get to me so let's just save them the the hassle and the headache of the clean out um by just asking a few simple questions beforehand <laughs> i actually now i ask for like pictures like can I see pictures of you with a like a giant toy or, you know, a penis, you know, before I even because and then people think people love to tell me because I think it used to be, I don't know, maybe it still is a good thing, but like not for me. People are like, oh, I'm so tight. Like, oh, daddy, fuck my tight. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not getting anywhere near it. Like, You're like, I went just... through that with Roxanne. It's too tight. <laughs> yeah. How I mean, how often has that happened to you on like a porn set where they're the person is like convinced that they can take it, and then you get there or the and you're producer like, producer is like, I want this. I want to pair happen. you with this person, yeah. and you're like, mm, not gonna yeah. happen. Well, one uh, movie that actually is still seven years later very popular is um, with me and Alan King. This was back when Alan King was a newbie, and like he was a tiny little thing. Um, do you know you know that Spanish Spanish boy? I'm Alan looking King? him up right now. Yeah, yeah, we're doing some Googling here. Gotta okay. Google, gotta Google, gotta Google. So, Alan, A-L-L-E-N. It might be A-N or E-N, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know him from New York. Yeah. I've seen him around. Right? Yeah. So I did a movie with him back, I don't know if you remember Lucio Saints. Lucio Saints had a website. and um, With a so, lot of uh, production design. There's like a fancy painting and a plant. Oh, it looks like a yeah, Moroccan. The roses. The yeah, roses. there you go. Yeah, that was it was called like My Little Prince or something. Or no, no, we, I was I was reading My Little Prince. The Little Prince, right? The, the Little book. Prince. The Little Prince. Oh my and god. Anyway, like I like you you can't even tell because of the way like it was filmed and the way we we were kind of uh made up for it in like passion and everything, but I was only about a third of the way in him the entire time. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it's a lot of face it's a lot of face shots. I'm scrolling through right but now. But it's a really popular really popular movie and Alan and I have been trying to have a re like a reunion ever since. Um but COVID keeps getting in the way. He claims mm. he can take the whole thing now. 
Well, I'm sure time he can. Passed. It's time has passed, and uh, been, yeah. it seems like he's taken a lot of dick in between oh, seven, years. seven years. Seven years. Seven years. Before yeah. we uh, take a break, I want to. We we started this uh, path of this line of questioning with the the talk about owning your own website or running a fan site versus working for another studio. Do right. you think that even though it things are less accessible with a quick Google and more videos get taken down because you know they're all behind paywalls. Do you think it's better now in 2022 to begin a porn career than it was in 2014 when you started? Or what like what would your assessment be of that? God, I have mixed emotions about it. I mean, very selfishly, I don't like that like you could just start a porn career that career that mm-hmm. easily. But take you know it's not all about me. So <laughs> When you think about people who need to make a buck or just want to do it for other reasons or whatever, yeah, it's a lot easier nowadays. And uh, for the last seven years, like every couple of days, I get people reaching out to me asking, how do I get started? How do I get started? And seven years ago, it was hard to tell them how to get started because, you know, you kind of had to be that studio had to like you, you know? Right. Because you were in a position where you had an OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah, so now I just tell people like start an OnlyFans and see where it goes. And if you're really popular, then maybe studios will pick you up. And if they don't, you don't need studios anymore. Like, because we have a friend who has an OnlyFans who is not looking to have a porn career, but likes to film his sexual encounters, gets permission from people that he films with, makes extra money doing it. It is posts a lot on social media, but doesn't. But doesn't. um, You know that's not his main goal. He just happens to be filming himself anyways. His is like one of those, if you know, you know, situations. Like he's not promoting it. Yeah. Right. But, and and that's actually the beauty of it is that there is, there's all kinds of different types of accounts out there. There's the accounts from people from the industry like me. There are people who have become bigger than me by just doing OnlyFans. There. How many inches bigger? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on, you left it on the table. I'm here all week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, you're stuck there all week until the grid opens back up. I'm literally God. here, actually, probably all month. But um, seriously, um, yeah, so like, there's just all kinds of different accounts and different people doing it. And I think that is the beauty of it. And as much as I want to be, <laughs> I want a bigger piece of the pie. I mean, who doesn't in any career path you know but you know it's it's it is much better and more accessible and uh, of a a career path what do you think about when videos and this is right before we go to break what do you think about when videos (laughs) come like pop up that you have like worked hard and paid everybody and then they're just like on a free site oh yeah i mean that annoys that of course upsets me but yeah and there's sometimes you can do something about it sometimes you can't i mean it's a lot easier now with OnlyFans and mm-hmm. all these fan sites to get it taken down. Um, before it was a little harder to make the argument, but now OnlyFans and Just for Fans and For My Fans, et cetera, et cetera, they all have an interest in it coming down too. It's not just you, right? Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Never thought about it that way. Well, yeah. let's take a let's break. Let's take a break and then uh, when we'll we come back. back, we'll all do 16 bars of a song selection. <laughs> <laughs> I call Wicked. (laughs) 
And we're back. Good for you. Thoughts? <laughs> um, okay, a couple of other lines of questions. Just well, no thoughts. Don't let <laughs> well, the just keep it pumping. Okay, uh, what was the most surprising to you about like the porn industry and about making porn? Oh, man. Like, did it start to feel like a regular job? It did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, it is a regular job. It was very professional. Well, it's I, a, think... you, I would say it's a very unique job, Meatball. Oh. I wasn't trying candle? to say it's not work. I is was just saying it is a unique yeah, job. I keep, yeah, I like to keep candles in the house. Who, who, wait, that might be my friend's candle. Who makes that candle? Matthew Dean Stewart. Oh, Musk. No, that's not my friends. No, that's not my friends. Musk. Um, He's got other fun scents like bathhouse, gray sweatpants, cinnamon. Gray sweatpants. Hey, my friend. His name is Uh-oh. David. He's a comedian who lives out in Nebraska. He oh. has a candle company. That's crazy. Yeah, with all the same, like similar concepts. Uh-oh. Anyway. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, to answer your question, I would say probably the most th- surprising thing was that it was extremely professional. Um, so like going into a studio like <clears throat> Falcon slash Raging Stallion, it was, you know, so professional. There was like, you did your paperwork first, you did this. It was very, um, like, I don't know, just very organized and boundaries and nobody being inappropriate. And any inappropriate behavior was like, you know, not tolerated. No drugs were tolerated, which is also, I love that part. Wow. I think I was really worried about that, you know, coming in as a sober person. Yeah. And all of my peeps in New York City, where I lived at the time, I only had sober friends. And they were also like, be careful, be careful, because we've heard this, we've heard that. And then I found it to be not true at all. Um, Now, in OnlyFans you kind of have to set your boundaries in advance and make right. sure that the people that you're working with are sober and stuff like that. And that's easy to do, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, studios were always, always professional, drug-free, all that stuff. So um, I want to talk about fan interaction. Yeah. And along- How often are you just walking around getting recognized on the streets? Um. So when I lived in New York City all the time, absolutely. When I go to, when I go to yeah, when I go to very big gay cities like Madrid or Barcelona or um, I don't know London or whatever, um, not big gay cities, but cities with big gay populations, right? Um, um, then I would get recognized, especially if I'm in like the gay areas. But outside yeah. of like those situations, I'm pretty anonymous, which I like. Yeah. Um, uh, like where I live now, like, no, actually I was recognized. I do get recognized where I live at the gym. And oh, of course. People will send, people will send me DMs, but um, because homosexuality is illegal in Morocco, like people have to be super careful. <gasps> so people are very like, you know, I haven't done anything. You know, I'm married, but we're open. That's so not going to stop you. What about when you get booked for a gig, not as a go-go dancer, but live sex on stage? Yes. Um, Is that more nerve-wracking than just three people in the room because there's a whole crowd of people, like, pawing at you? 
oddly not and i i can't believe it like okay oh. so don't forget i loved you know, I was a musical theater queen, so I love being on stage. Jeez, everyone everyone, everyone I, was talking about that faking performance, honestly, I, to this day. I love being Got on stage. Got to pick a so. pocket or two, boys. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, like, I've been in front of, like, 3,000 Brazilians uh, in a club, like, taking my clothes off and... Like, it doesn't phase you at all. Doesn't phase. The only thing that creates anxiety is, is when you have to memorize lines. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's staying erect for the entire. Yeah, I was going to ask because I'm sure you're. Yeah. Not, are you using like? Did you say? So, no, Did you so <laughs> here's here's the thing. So in uh, in high anxiety performance situations, I. Um, there's things that we in the industry use to help us. Blue chew. Enhancements. En- enhancements that help us stay erect for long periods of time. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, Have I, you I, ever I, encountered one of those silicone pump dicks? Um, yeah, but like, I, I think like they, like, I like the way they look, but they don't, I mean, not, they just don't work, right? They, they don't function much, in right? a different way. Yeah. It's They're they, meant they to be more dead weight than anything else. Yeah. And they don't stay hard for very long. Do they like, I think a lot of blood's got to get to, I mean, I don't know the science behind it, but I do know that they are never hard in the videos I watch. Mm-hmm. And what videos are those? <laughs> well, okay. There's one guy who has one and I'm just so interested. So I, I got on his only fans and like, it's just like, it, he can't do anything with it. He right. just kind of swings it around and slaps yeah. it. But I you think can't. that's the point, is they're yeah. meant to sort of like be so engorged that they can't do anything. I fucked a guy with, his was pumped with saline at yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was really interesting because I knew his dick was hard inside. Inside, of, yeah. It felt like, um, like a corn dog. But yeah, like little oh, I pigs love in a blanket. Dog. Yes, yes, it was like a bagel dog, like a pig's in a blanket, because you could see the tip, and the tip was regular size, and it was hard, 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 but then there was the the squishy exterior where you were like, but if I jerk this up, so I just fucked his ass and let him do with the pump dick what he wanted. Yeah, same. I've had those experiences. (laughs) I've had those experiences. Yeah. (laughs) So you have a YouTube show now that's called Just Oral. Yeah. And you... You're now also doing drag race reviews and you interview people. I w- no, was, okay, oh. so um and I have to make sure I get all my plugs in. So are we jumping to plugs or are we just switching? Did you to have it? hair plugs? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not jump we're not jumping to you plugs. We're interviewing you about your passion, your passion okay. project, your YouTube okay. channel. Yeah, no, because it's linked to kind of a plug. So Okay, but, we'll uh, plug away. Tell right. tell, tell well, us about it, what you're up to. I mean, to. I don't want it to be the end already. I'm having some no. you you don't have to plug only at the end. Okay. If there's anything you've learned from your long time in the film career, I like you to can plug be plugging the all the whole I way like through. To- <laughs> All right. Dipper would like to be a fluffer on your next film. <laughs> I he'd have Let's to break my that. jaw first. I like <laughs> some days I feel like a trooper, but other days I'm getting smacked in the head and someone's yelling teeth because I only my it can only open so far. You do have jaw. a small mouth. Yeah, I do. Not I do. Like, I do not like blowjobs and people like want to. All they want to do is suck your dick, and I bet yeah, and I they get it. barely down your yeah. dick. 
I, and it's mainly the teeth issue. I'm just yeah. like, it's just never enjoyable for me. Now, um, have you ever gone with someone who's got dentures? Oh, yeah, <laughs> pop out. Pop those little I have, I teeth have not. out, get that gluck gluck. That would be the perfect blowjob match. What if you? this yeah. was when I revealed I had dentures? What if I said that and just like, <laughs> popped them out? It was just like. <laughs> Okay. Speaking, I'm on my way. Speaking of blowjobs and oral, let's get no. back to your show. Oh, right, right. Just oral. Okay, so it's not drag reviews anymore, and this is this is what happened. So in the spring, we tested it. Right, we had a few uh, guests, and we tested a few different types of formats: sex topics, non-sex topics. We did a giant pride. Uh, a pride uh, episode, which had three guests. And we found that people don't want anything from me unless I talk about sex. Mm. Oh, like, that's sad. So, uh, so over the summer, while we were gearing up for the new, the new season, we decided, Hey, let's do the all-star recap once a week, just to fill in space. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Viewership plummeted. No, like, I would have like a hundred viewers a week, right? Like, but you love nope. Drag Race, don't I you? I love drag, but people don't want me fucking talking about drag. Like we want you to talk about drag. I never been in drag. You're a, fuck, a drag okay. queen. One time I was okay. Do you want so to? One time <laughs> I was in drag. Yeah, my last year of law school, I was high on. Um, oh, ketamine because you were in drag. Uh, That's what. What's it called? No. Acid. Oh, acid. Water acid. Acid. So I was tripping on acid uh, in drag. And never, listen, I, I can tell you from firsthand. No, that's no it was good. a bad trip. It was a bad trip. My were mascara started running down my face. Ugh. I was good in heels. So on my thirtieth birthday, I had a high heel party, and everybody just had to wear heels. Like you wore your street clothes, but you had to wear heels to the party. Oh, I love very, that. Very fun. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I I mean, I don't have any heels, but I enjoyed wearing them at the time. But anyway, yeah, it was a bad acid trip in drag. Um, so, yeah, so Just Oral with Rockless Steel. Now we are taking a break for the holidays. New season starts February. We air last Friday of every month. Um, strictly sex topics now. Um I watched the episode you did with oh my gosh I'm going to forget his name the Ryan. Irish the Irishman Paul oh, McNaught Sc- Scottish Scottish, Scottish man and then Ryan did a little guest cameo you did yeah. a whole episode on fisting fisting oh yeah. which I don't know I if you the know one with Romeo Davis because he's my fave he's a cutie yeah um last year for thanksgiving not a few months ago but the previous year we did a special live stream with ryan called fist giving in which he got fisted live on a zoom call my god and uh we watched and he like gave a tutorial and then we played games with him we did um rock rock, paper paper, scissors scissors inside Inside. and we were like what's he holding up my god that is brilliant. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Fun with Ryan. The I best no part idea. about it is that I was also being recorded while that was happening for this Yahoo News article. So they, I had like a room full of straight people watching me watch like a someone whole get camera crew did a day in the life of Meatball being a drag queen, and she was like, "Oh yeah, tonight I'm doing a live stream for my podcast." Meanwhile, it's a fully pornographic fisting live stream, oh and all these God. people were like, "They all uh. literally had to leave the room." They were like, "I can't watch this." Oh my God. Yeah, that was. But, but you Ryan. also had Trinity the Tuck on, who is also one of my favorite queens of color. Oh, How was that? Me fall. She yeah. double by night. <laughs> what? He Not doesn't like, know about fun? it. 
What did I miss? She may or may not have. You know, I don't got to drag you down you with don't, me. Don't don't let's move okay. forward. Okay. Move okay. forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I love Trinity. Oh my gosh, that was that was like yeah, it was just a highlight of my life to have her on my show. So, what was the inspiration for starting the YouTube channel? Because what you've been like, I've been a film star essentially <laughs> for I, nearly a I decade, mean, but I don't I, talk. I love like I'm a, I'm a ham. Like yeah. I love an audience. Um, but also I was doing this thing on my only fans called Rocco talk. And every so often it wasn't scheduled or anything. I would just get on and talk about what's going on in my life. Oh. What's what events are coming up, what cities I'm going to be in stuff like that. And people loved it and they liked hearing me talk. So people kept asking for more of it. And then during COVID, I did a couple things where I had a contest where fans won a contest and they could interview me on zoom and then i would um air the zoom yeah uh, episode as like a rocco talk episode so that was just kind of an extension of rocco talk i think i think i wanted to make it more official and the plug i was trying to get in was i have a lube you know called ride rocco and it's uh created by ride body works and they sponsor just oral with rocco steel oh so, so cool yeah. And so where can so, people get that lube? So frantically searching for myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it comes in a silicone and a water base. It really is like premium, premium quality lube. I my whole like motto, my whole my like the branding of it <laughs> is that like I need a lube that will stay the course with me. Like I mm-hmm. can't keep stopping and relubing up my partner and stuff like that. So I I searched out. For a lube that was, you know, uh, the gold standard of lube in my in my eyes, and I went to a show out in LA and met with different people, and I met this lube company, and they were the ones that had the lube that I wanted. So, anyways, Ride Body Works. The name of the lube is Ride Rocco. You can go to riderocco.com um, and find the lube. Um, and yes, they sponsor Ride Body Works sponsors uh, Just Oral with Rocco Steel. And that's how it all came to fruition. Like that's so they, cool. Yeah, their marketing team got behind it, and they helped me produce it and edit it and and uh, market it. So okay, so you have what? your underwear line. Tell you have your porn, your pornographic my website, my ten inches. You got your ride rocko lube. You have your fan sites. How are yeah. you doing all this? And you're just like one person. I'm a one man show. That's like, insane to me. But I'm not I doing can't it. Even get a, I can't even get out of bed to write a fucking paragraph email. Yeah, but I could That's be doing true. it so much better. Like, I really should have, like, I mean, I have different people doing different things for me. So, like, for for the 10-7 underwear, uh, which, by the way, right now we're working on a, the new swimwear collection for 2021. Like, my whole hotel room right now is fabric swatches and, and swimwear all over my bed right now. Oh. Yeah. You got any thongs? You got any thongs? You want to model no. like a thong? No, but I want to show you this. Oh, oh yes! you can't see this. You can't see this. But this is one of the new styles. It's Ooh. a mesh. It's a, pow- it's a power <gasps> mesh. But in, in the, the back. back. Oh, my God. It, so ah! it's, that's yeah, full ass out. Yeah, it's like peekaboo in the back, but then there's like a mesh over the top too. So it's yeah. super that's cute. That's so cool. Yeah, so that's adorable. I wear those. Yeah, you know I like I'm to show the back off. Yeah, show a little cake. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, and then we're gonna do one with lace. We're doing a whole lace line. It's gonna oh, be great. Cute. Yeah, Dipper would love that. all of it. Yeah, yes. I love a little. I will send little, you stuff. Uh, I will send you stuff. Seriously. Peek-a-boo. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take our last break and get into our final segment. Okay. Um, but I do want to know: Do you have twenty twenty two aspirations to do some bottoming? No. <laughs> no. So you're How never dare you. You're only How a very dare you. Ride Rocco. <laughs> Not Rocco rides. <laughs> exactly. Well, thought I'd ask. All right, we'll be right back. Fair enough. And our final segment, uh, even though we've been doing a lot of... What? Are you getting in the I'm the getting vibe? ready because I got to scream it. Oh, yeah. Our, fi- <laughs> our final segment, even though we've been doing a lot of it already this episode, is a segment we like to call... Fuck Talk! And I'd like to start this segment with something I said on the last podcast. Well, why don't you tell Rocco what the segment is? Yeah, oh, I didn't sorry. understand what it was. Ro- Fuck talk. Fuck talk. So this is the segment where you get to tell a fun or interesting sex story, usually funny or um, uncomfortable, uh, about something that happened to you in your past, present, or maybe something that's going to happen in the future. This one I'd like to discuss. Last week on our podcast, we talked... Did you see the thing about the guy who took 75 loads in his hotel room? It was a gentleman who was hosting a cum dump in L.A. He posted the hotel, the room number, et cetera, et cetera. He's a marathon cum dump. And he took 75 loads. And it really got viral on Twitter. A bunch of people were talking about it. There there were so many people who were sort of shocked at that behavior. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people who are sort of aware of cum dumps and like BBRT and posting and ass up, whatever. Everyone was like. Girl, this has been going on. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, one of our listeners was uh, there. Oh, at oh. the party. At, or the at the thing. At the room. And there were some questions that I asked last week that were answered uh, via Twitter. I believe I was like, so what happens? Someone just walks in and then you all, like, like it's one at a time or whatever. And they told me, no, at, when they were there, there was three other people in the room, two of which had already dumped a load. And we're standing in the back just kind of jerking it, getting ready to dump another load. Mm-hmm. And there was apparently sometimes more bottoms arrive and kind of just aren't on camera but are taking loads in the corner. Yeah, greedy bottoms who show up to to take other someone yeah. else's work. Then I think I said, <laughs> someone what else is set everyone up that pumped up party? Yeah. And those greedy bottoms are like, I'll show up. And if there's a line, I'll get oh, my own. Oh, my God. Well. Oh, resourceful queens. And I think I mentioned, like, what, is everyone in, like, dead silence or is there talking? And it really depends. There's whispers in the corner. Sometimes (laughs) the bottom needs to take a break. Things like this happen. I thought it was just literally, like, in, out, like, a line around the block. Is this the guy with the number thing on the wall? No, that's Ryan Cummings. Ryan Cummings, right. I don't know him. (laughs) Meepo, you gotta really explore the internet a little more. Yeah, you Ryan's know, I'm only on around. there to talk to my fans and then get off. <laughs> Ryan's and then I turn off forever. the internet. He's yeah, like Ryan's... the original cum yes. dumper. Oh, really? Dumpy, dumpy. What about Dawson? He had that 50 load Dawson. weekend. 
Yeah, I don't know who came first. Yeah, well, apparently now 50 <laughs> schmifty compared to 75, 75 80. And a, oh, wow. 75 one day. Yeah, exactly. Where are my word? Well, I have a um, story that happened to me recently that I can share in Fuck Talk while you think of uh, one. Maybe Rocco Meatball often doesn't share at this point because she is uh, has a life partner and doesn't stray from the mailage. Uh, but I uh, fucked a guy in his hotel room this weekend. And we and there uh, were seventy five loads in them. There were seventy five loads. There it was sloppy. It was frothy. It was splattered the walls. It was a Jackson Pollock when I was done with it. No, oh um, we were messaging early in the morning. It was like yeah. eight in the morning, and so of course my immediate thought is. Have you been up all night? Is this sort of like a you're trying to get your last little moment before you pass out or what's yeah. the deal? Because yeah. to be up and cleaned out and ready to get fucked at eight in the morning, yeah. like, yeah. you know, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. So I from our conversation, I realized that, you no, know, he was up early and he had to go to work and he was just looking to get fucked. And I was like, OK, okay. So I go to the hotel room. Um, we uh, he's texting me, please hurry. I have a nine o'clock meeting that I have to, you know, do. And I'm thinking, oh, it's a Zoom call. That'll be fine. You know, I get there at eight thirty. We have sex. Very hot sex. One thing that I hate is when you're fucking someone and then the headboard starts slamming against the wall. Uh. I despise that sound um, <laughs> because I'm very considerate of the people around sure. me, and I'm thinking. Yeah. It's 8:30 in the morning. Yeah. This we're at a hotel. Yes. So I every I'm like fucking him and then it gets like a little aggressive and the pounding starts and then I stop. I'm like, <gasps> "Ugh." And I even said to him, I was Wait, like, "Wait, the pounding we? from the neighbor?" No, the pounding of the headboard. Oh, I stop oh. it cuz I hate yeah. that sound and I'm yeah. like, "Can we move the bed off the thing?" like whatever. He tries, it doesn't work and then this loud fucking fist pounding against oh, the door no. comes and I'm like, "Oh god, the neighbors are pissed off." So, I sort of fuck him the other way on the bed so it doesn't, you know, right. finish, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was very hot. And then he's like, grabs his phone and he goes, okay, I have a few minutes and we're talking. And he's like, hey, I really would like to get your number. You know, I just moved down here. Like maybe we can get together again. And we exchange numbers because this was, this was, it was a very positive interaction overall. And then I'm getting dressed. He's full nude and knock, knock, knock on the hotel room door. And I'm thinking, oh, is that like the management? Like maybe they called down. Like, what are we going to do? Fuck, fuck, fuck. And he looks he looks at the people and he goes, oh, that's my coworker. And I'm like, coworker, you said you had a meeting. And meanwhile, I had clocked the hotel room. He was living in the hotel room because he had just gotten to town and he's like getting ready to get an apartment. I saw a massage table in the corner. So I assume he's doing like erotic massage out of his hotel room. And okay. then I'm like, is this a fucking client? At, that you have a 9 a.m. client, which is why you're cleaned out at 8 in the morning, but you oh. wanted to get fucked before your client came over. Right. And I'm like, all for that, but this was cutting it close on the timing, sir. That's how you time things. So <laughs> Why are you coming I, for his is. schedule? So I, he, he scurries and gets in the clothes, and he opens up the door, and it's like an older gentleman like standing there wearing a mask, sort of like, oh, hello, like very kind. Yeah. And um, he looked at me and he was like, 
uh, oh, I someone is just leaving. And the guy was like, okay. And as I walk out, he goes, thank you for dropping off that computer. And without a beat, I turn around and say, yeah, let me know if you have any issues logging in. And I just oh, walked out of the room. Bitch. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not trying to fuck his flow up. That and see, oh. and that's why you took those improv classes. There for it that is. moment right there. <laughs> but then I'm thinking, I'm like, what if this man lays on the massage table and he starts playing with your butt and my cum is just like dripping out of your ass? Maybe he's right. a top. Oh. Huh. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I am not You're not I'm, into cummy holes? I'm not. I'm you not. like to be single in, use. In the moment, no, no. If if I'm there with other tops and it's in the moment, fine. But I don't want your fishy smelling hole like two hours <laughs> after. You know how like the, the cum turns, it smells because it's like protein. So it turns bad and it starts oh. to smell like, yeah, it starts Ladies to smell like Ladies and gentlemen, fish. scientist Rocco yeah. Steele. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that, just so, ma- that just, oh my God. No, it starts to get, smell. I see it. It's coming. <laughs> it smells. <laughs> it smells. No, but that like reminded fish. me of one time this guy fucked me bareback, and then like he, when I was leaving, he was like, "Hold it in. I- I'm gonna check in tomorrow, and I hope you still have it." And I was like, "Yeah, baby, I'm I'm definitely gonna hold on to it." Literally on the way back home, I like stopped off at a hotel restaurant. You like, sneezed. <laughs> And like got it out and like went home. And the next day he texted me and he was like, You still holding it? I was like, Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's still in there. Anyway. I like, I like the queens that like like freeze them, like in ice cube trays and stuff. Devil's dick. Devil's dick. When you freeze it in a is condom. That that well, yeah. you you freeze it in a popsicle shape or you freeze it in a condom so you make it big enough to fuck yourself no. with it as it melts. Uh, yeah. I mean too many yeah. flavors. Too much. I know I don't like a frozen protein. I like to get my meat fresh. You know. Yeah, I like a fresh hole. Like, (laughs) yeah, a fresh hole. Um, Do you? So to end our episode here, do you want to participate in a fuck? Do you have a fuck talk story? I mean, a non-porn, like non-performance, like real life sexual encounter. It's a it's a poop story though. (sighs) We get those a lot. (laughs) Okay, so. Um, I have been trying for years, trying to, uh, get a gig at, um, Hard on London, right? It's, um, it's a sex club in London. It's a sex party, like once a month. It's been going on for years, hugely successful. Um, I've been trying to like, like the, the promoter has been trying to get me for years. I've been trying to like sync my calendar with her so it would work and everything. Mm. Finally, finally, two years ago. Um, I, I book it. It's like two years ago, last May. And, and the show is like you, uh, you do a live sex show with another, uh, Ooh. so do you I get to had pick a, or do they assign? No, they like, um, I think it might've been a group, like, uh, the promoters, like, what do you think of this guy? It's a, uh, what's that guy's name, Jonathan or John. He's a Van Ness. No, Jonathan. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. yeah. He, he's fine. Um, yeah. So, no, it was John. His name is John. God, why can't I think of his name? Johnny Rabbit? Huge, huge bottom. No, no, no. Oh. Huge bottom in, in, in UK. Look him up. Google him. Huge bottom, huge bottom in UK. UK. Like he's, a, he's like the number one, like the biggest bottom right now in, like the most popular bottom in, in London. John something. God, why can't I think of his name? Anyway, Johnny Griffin? No. no. So he and I did a show, and then John UK, John Despy. 
no. no, no. So the second part of the show is he <laughs> leaves the stage. And then for the next half hour, I bring up people from the audience um, and fuck them live on stage. That's, <gasps> that's the hard on show. Like, that's how it always is. Audience participation. Audience participation. So John, Sims? last name, fill in the blank. No, God. You know, I'll, I'll text you after John this Thomas. is over. That'll come to me. John Thomas. Yes. That was fast. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's a a, a a synonym for your dick. You're John Thomas. Is it really? Yeah. I think. All right. So, yeah. but anyway, John he's, Thomas, he's lovely. You fucked John Thomas on stage for yeah. on stage, an hour. Lo- uh, I wish maybe like 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. Lovely, great performer. No pro, no issues. Okay. Clean team. She was a clean team. So, <laughs> oh no. Are you saying teen? Teen. Not no, literally. don't say that. It's a line. It's a line from hairspray or something. Oh she's god, a, she's a it's a line from hairspray. Okay, I so. don't know. I got it from somewhere. Anyway, so the, then it's time for the second part of the show. I ask for volunteers. The first volunteer comes up. Are you I picking say, the volunteers? No, I've got. Um, I think it's. I can't remember. I was like, any volunteers? And somebody raises their hands and they jump up on stage. I start fucking him, and. About a minute in, I'm like, no. And I look down and it's dark, right? Because it's a sex club and flashing lights. And I'm like, I am having a hard time telling, but my nose doesn't lie. And I'm like, we've got a problem here. I reached over and I whispered in his ear. I'm like, we got to stop. You got to clean up. So I pull out my, my handler, who was like the promoter's assistant, is off stage. And I'm like, I need some paper towels. I'm standing on stage with like Nutella on my penis. Okay. Uh, so, like, the old Ray Latre special. Uh, I'm oh like God. standing there on stage. Okay, so the guy brings the paper towels. I wipe myself off, like just with dry paper towels. But no. I can't go anywhere because the show is still going on. Another guy jumps up on stage. This guy takes my dick and sticks it in his mouth. And I'm like, "Excuse me, did you just see what? Were you just at my show? Did you just see what happened?" Oh my god! He was like, oh "This god. is my moment." Yeah, so sticks his mouth and then turns around and then I stick it in his ass and I'm fucking him, fucking him. Same thing. I'm like, "Pull my dick out, dirty paper towels, please." The guy hands oh me paper god. towels. The the guy the it's bottom walks off rag. the stage. I'm telling you, wipe off my baby dick. wipe. I know, but they did. It was like a roll of paper towels from the bathroom, you know, like the, the brown. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> brown ones that don't absorb anything. Yeah, good choice. So um, finally, I stand on stage. I'm like, okay, guys, <laughs> I need ready? somebody who is prepared to do a live show. I'm so like, I, <laughs> I made the announcement. I'm like, please, I need somebody who has cle- thoroughly cleaned out for this. Like, I was like, I'm not messing around anymore. Yeah, they like, messed around too crazy. much on you. You know, I've just been t- yeah. So finally, some guy comes up. He was perfectly clean. We finished out the show, <laughs> no issues. But yeah, that's my poop performance story. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, you asked me for a non-performance story. Sorry. That no, was that's fine. That was that's a wild story. That was more of a live club show, which we love. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is so wild. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, I'm sure those volunteers. You be all over the place with that one because I well, did almost vomit. And I'm <laughs> sure those volunteers were like, hey, this is my moment. I don't care. Like, let's were, go for it. There was no, but look, yeah. Don't you want to be prepared? 
Yeah, and like, here's the funny thing. When they got off the stage, they didn't run off into the bathroom. They just stood by the stage, like, smiling, like they were clueless what just happened. And they were like, maybe I'll get a photo with him after. (laughs) I think they were, I think they did it on purpose. I think they gave you the poo treatment. Yeah, and I'm not here, I'm not here to shame because let me just say no, for the record. No, let's shame them. How no. dare you? Because <laughs> I will get, no, I will get tweets from people who are like, you're, you're so mean, you're shaming bottoms, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is like the, the body, the human body is the human body. It does things, what it does what it wants to do. I get it. Right. I, ne- I in the, Look, when I'm with a partner, I'm so sensitive to it. It happens. It happens a lot with me. And it's, it's. Yeah, you're really scraping sensitive. the walls. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very compassionate. But come on, when it's a live show and you know you're going live on stage. That's you know. when you don't risk it. And that reminds me of one time me and my friends were, had to see CBC. We were all sharing a hotel. But uh-huh. they um they had one of those douches that you like hang in the shower. And it like. It's, oh, the bag. It's a the bag. bag. You hang up on the shower head and then you like lay down in the bathtub not and you like down. clean it out. <laughs> and they were like, I'm not having down. breakfast or lunch today. I'm getting cleaned out and I'm going to spend my day there. <laughs> like they had a plan in place. Whoa. Yeah. 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 To spend the day just getting railed. And then they were it. like, let's have a light dinner. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to eat this bag of chips. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, that's yeah. that's that on you know, that. Dipper, right. you got well, the poop on yeah. your fist? Oh, wow, we've made it to the end of the show. You're so fun. Thank you. You guys are fun, too. I could literally just keep talking forever. Well, I could keep watching you talk. If you, yeah, if I love you a mustache. want to hear Rocco talk more, you should check out Just Oral, which is on YouTube, coming back in February. Catch up on the old episodes, which are all up and available right There's now. There's a Hunter Harden episode. There is a Hunter oh, Harden episode. That's a cute episode. He's that great. Is a, did you see that? He does, uh, yeah. we do a dance a dance uh, contest. <laughs> I've, I watched that one, the Romeo Davis one, and then the Drew Dixon one. Because those yeah, are three Drew people Dixon, that Drew I... Dixon is Drew Dixon is an insane person. I didn't know <laughs> it. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like... Have you had him on? <laughs> no, but we should. He's amazing. He will carry the show. Like, he'll just yeah. like, keep talking and have you in oh, stitches we the can? whole show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Thanks for dragging us. Wow. Wow. Oh, scraping these walls, too. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Sloppy oh, Seconds. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email to sloppy seconds pod at gmail.com or call in with your fuck talk story to 213 our Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball, and our Twitters are Fat Drag Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Where can people yeah. follow you on uh, the on social media, Rocco? Uh, Twitter is Rocco Steel NYC. Um, Instagram, I got shut down, so I have a new account. It's at Steal Your Daddy. Steal Your Ooh. Daddy. Ooh. Good for you. <laughs> you like steel cut oats? <laughs> Part of your diet, but with an E. No, no that's E L E. Got it. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Wait, I meant to ask you when we started the porn conversation. We are ending, people. I promise you. Where did the name come from? What my ten inches? No, Rocco Steel. Oh, he went over there. She's pretty. She's pretty. Okay, so 
I'll, I'll make this really quick. I'm uh, half Italian. Uh, my dad is all Italian. Uh, growing up, I wanted to be like all my Italian um, cousins. They all had great Italian names. And I had, I didn't, I had a very American name that my mom gave me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so when it came time to pick my name, I picked, I love Rocco. Like, I just love the name Rocco. I always mm -hmm. have. And um, like when Madonna named her son Rocco, I was like, oh, I love that name. So um, that was my name. Yeah. And I was gonna, my last name was going to be Romano, Rocco Romano. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Cheesy. At the very last minute, Boomer Banks. Uh, and I were trying like, workshopping the name and we decided on steel. So Boomer Banks helped me come up with We love Boomers. We do. Steel. She bottoms. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, she do. Yeah, she do. Um <laughs> well, thank you so much for thank being here. Thank you so here. much for coming. Uh, God, I hope I get it. I hope <laughs> I, I, hope get, I it. get it. <laughs> How many people does he need? Okay, goodbye. Oh my God. Goodbye. Goodbye. Doodle doot doot forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>